Like every first couple episodes of a podcast always sound like absolute shit. I've never noticed that, but like I know what I noticed more is in the beginning when a podcast is just like they're finding their legs, they're finding their feet. Oh, yeah. Like when you go back and listen to the beginning and you're like, oh, this is weird. Like you had segments that you don't have anymore. Like you really tried to make this happen and we didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. But everything we try to make happen will happen. And and it also will be perfect and well received. Yes. I'm Jackie. And I'm Court. And we're two, two gay, gay Leos. <laughs> That's definitely going to stick every time. No, I love it. I think that's never going to change. Yeah. I hope we someday have a guest and they're like, and I'm a queer Virgo or like, and I'm. That's, that's how I expect every one of our guests to introduce themselves. They have to. It's a rule. Thanks so much for coming back to Two Gay Leos. In this episode, we talk about zodiacs, friendships, and then we get into a long conversation about identity. I hope you enjoy. I didn't write down any of our awesome merch ideas. What was our merch idea? Um, weird thought. Weird thought. Yeah. I know that. That was happened. the big one. Yeah. Weird thoughts important. I don't know what they would say, but I just feel like because of you and your brand, like berets need to happen. Yes. But then they're going to say weird thought. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a weird thought. I feel like I love your anxiety necklace. And Thank I you. feel like we could have a weird thought necklace. Oh, we could like, have so many. Exactly. Yeah, I know. I was thinking, I couldn't think of anything good. I was thinking because you're in Elena's birthday. All of our birthdays are coming up. But I was like, oh, it'd be really fun to get them nameplate necklaces. But I don't know what they'd want them to say. And I mean, like if, our, if they said like gay Leo. Oh my God, that would be so cute. What if we all got matching necklaces that said gay Leo? Jacordal. <laughs> when I was at the uh, drag show yesterday, it was a girl's birthday. And she had a nameplate necklace that said Leo AF. Like, of course she did. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's so Leo. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, I don't know what she, she said something that was like, oh, of course she's a Leo, but also it was her birthday. So, you know, yeah, we knew. We know you're a Leo. <laughs> but thank well, you for telling us. Actually, like most of the time I don't even think about it. And then I'm like, really like somebody and I'm like, what are you? And they're like, I'm a Leo. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's why. Is that like, do you, do you find this like you're drawn to Leos? Yes, for sure. I feel like I... Like, Leos have come into my life, but the people, when I like someone a lot, I find that they have, like, cancer moon mm. or risings, maybe. Like, they have cancer somewhere in their charts, especially cancer moons, and I get along really well with Virgo suns. I don't have a lot of Virgo, like, friends, but I love Virgos, like, on the internet. Like, all the people I love the most are, like, mm. Virgos, because they're, like, so pretty. Oh. I mean, they are. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. I just feel like I identify a lot like they work really hard and I get that like I respect that and I not that you have to work hard but it's just like being driven that's inspiring and really cool a lot of times Darcy's a Virgo yeah your imaginary friend yeah (laughs) my beautiful imaginary friend with her long eyelashes I forgot that about Virgos it's so weird to think about the qualities that are similar between different zodiacs Mm -hmm. that aren't the same Mm-hmm. Like a Virgo working hard and a Capricorn working hard are so different to me. Oh, sure. And like the reasoning behind it. And like, yeah. 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 Virgos are workaholics, but kind of in a cute way. In like a perfectionist way and like yeah. in like an anxiety induced way. And that's what I identify with. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like that's we, fair. we do this because we have anxiety. Like, <laughs> that's fair. I'm like definitely on the lazy Leo end. Like I'm definitely, I'm, I'm I, getting there. I'm more there, but I also think that might just be just for depression. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have one other thing that is unrelated to identity that I wanted to ask you about. Okay, please ask me. Okay, I have a weird, a, a weird thought. <laughs> yeah, I have a weird thought. Um, so 
I was saying that I'm a pretty analytical person. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot about like human relationships and like how we interact in the world. How do you look at friendship? And so when I'm asking this question, I mean like you meet somebody and maybe you have similar interests, but you're just like, I don't know, for some reason we're not like super vibing, but I feel like I could be their friend. Wait, what is the question? Okay, I'll give you my example why I've been thinking about this. So I have made a friend recently and they, we have a lot of similar interests. I was like, oh, they're like super cool. I like these things. And now the more we've been interacting, the like less I feel that. And not I'm not in a judgy way. I'm not like, oh, I don't like this person. It's not anything bad to that degree. Is it me? Are you breaking up with me? No, my God, it's not you at all. <laughs> it's definitely no, not you. <laughs> Recently, uh, an interaction happened that I was just like, oh, I just really didn't like that. So like, Bummer. yeah. Basically, I think this friend this friend displayed lack of mindfulness that was like kind of a friendship turnoff. They have like interests and stuff, but that doesn't yeah. mean like like you would have shared interests and not like that person. Like which is sad. Like I know. And it's like finding that balance. And I think there will be still stuff that we will hang out and do stuff with. Mm-hmm. But it that made me be like, mm, I don't know if I really want to pursue an active friendship with this person yeah no that's hard and like it makes me think kind of too like like with like dating and everything like, yes you'll it it's so hard like in my head I'm like I kind of know what I'm looking for and like making any relationship it's like oh well I have I have these interests it'd be great if someone shared those but like I care way less about you liking the same music as me as much as I care about you being thoughtful and checking that I got home safe yes things like that or like you know like yeah. And I think we view relationships so different. Like it feels so easy mm-hmm. to be like, if I was going to date this person, I would be like, oh, I'm not interested. Like that, right. that's gross. Like you don't yeah. care enough about me. You have higher expectations than yes. you might for a friend or and you let friends get away with stuff that you wouldn't, someone you were dating. Exactly. And it's weird that we like have those. It's like, I don't know. I don't want a friend who doesn't care about me. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, yeah, I have pretty high expectations for the people in my life at any rate. But the thing with like friendship is like, like I'm someone with like in a relationship, I am monogamous. Like that is just my one person. So you have to meet these expectations that Mm. I have. But with friends, it's like to varying degrees. There's friends that I would start a podcast with and there are friends that maybe I'll just go out on Friday night with. Yeah. You know, and it's okay to like have that like level of, I know we'll have a fun time if we go to a show or I know we'll have a fun time if we grab drinks, but like I'm not going to call you when I'm going through it. Mm, I think that's a really beautiful perspective. That's kind of what I was, that's, you answered the question okay, that I, I never like, asked. I, yeah, I was like, I hear the words. I kind of, I get where you're going, but I don't know what yes. the answer is. But here are some thoughts about that thing. Yes, I think those are really good thoughts because I think sometimes that's difficult. And I'm, I've never, for a long time, I don't think I've been a great friendship person. Like, really? I don't think I've been a great friend like I didn't act I had I think I didn't I have like vulnerability issues and mm-hmm. I think that it's like easier for me to be vulnerable in a relationship than to like open up and like mm-hmm. I've had like one long-term friends and I've had like lots of like work friends and stuff but mm-hmm. I don't think I've actively been a good friend and I'm mm-hmm. been trying to be better in the last like couple years yeah like there's times that I, I would definitely have always been somebody that like is in my relationship and like sure. I'll go out with you and my partner. Mm-hmm. But when you call me at 10 and like, hey, can you talk? 
I, I've been the person to just like not respond, even mm-hmm. though I did mm-hmm. see it. And so in the last couple of years, I've been really trying and I'm like feel really good in my relationship. So I've been trying to work on being a better friend. And so it's it's interesting because I feel like that experience, I would have never thought anything of it. I would have just probably not talked to them anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but now I'm like, oh, I can. I think that's beautiful. You can have different levels of friendships with people. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, cool. That was my question. Thanks. Cool. I love that question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think every month we decided we're going to answer like a random question yeah. as a way to get to know each other better Yeah. for our that. friendship. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So this is our first ever plug for ourselves in the podcast. Okay. So we have to tell everybody, Jackie, that they should subscribe. Oh, oh, they yeah. can't like they can't subscribe, right? Like follow. What do you do to podcasts? You we you, yeah, we you saw s- your page. Yeah, we saw yeah. your Spotify. I, you absolutely subscribe to podcasts. You subscribe <laughs> okay. when you rate five stars. <gasps> okay, but you can't rate on Spotify. I think you can now. You can. I've heard. I have. I. I'm a bad podcast listener. I've heard people say, please <laughs> rate, review, subscribe. Um, I haven't checked, but I've heard that now Spotify has the option to also review and give your five stars. Beautiful. Then rate, review, and subscribe on Spotify if you can. Maybe it's Apple, only for the be- beta like, testers. Wherever you listen to your podcast. Like, yes. We're going to be on multiple platforms. We're going to be everywhere. We're going to be everywhere. So rate, review, subscribe. If you leave a five-star review and you put your big three, we will start reading some of those reviews and roasting you. Yeah. But probably in a nice way. I was going to say, I've never roasted anyone actually in my whole life. I'll probably be like... We'll give you our first impressions. Like, do we think we would be your friend, which obviously the answer, we'd be all your friends, but right. what are we going to think about you? Yeah. We'll tell, we'll tell you about yourself as best we can. <laughs> Knowing no other Knowing information. Knowing next to nothing, just your sun, moon and rising. Yes. Yeah. And if you also want to put like, I mean, where two gay Leos, if you're like, oh, I'm a lesbian Gemini sun, Scorpio moon, you know, like whatever yes. you want to put, like whatever information feels important. Like, yes. like, oh, and I have green hair. Like that tells a story that adds to like whatever you want to tell us in the review. I think that's really fun, too, because there's going to be completely different answers depending what they put. Mm -hmm. So there's that trend on TikTok where, like, they have that filter now that tells you, like, he's a 10, but it gives you, like, it's a filter. And I realized watching other people's that I would give completely different numbers Mm -hmm. depending if they were men or non-men. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, just in life, that's how I feel. Like, there's, I don't know, this is so weird. I sometimes, like, when like, I'm on the apps, like, I <laughs> recently this happened, and this happened, like, multiple times, but, like, I'll see a person, and I'm like, oh, they're really cute, like, thinking that they're some, like, not a man. They're not And then they are a cis man, and I'm like, oh, you'd have been, like, way cuter if you weren't. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, my God, there's literally been somebody, like, at the bar. Yeah. That my friend is like, oh, he's cute, and I was like, oh, that's a guy. I thought that they were cute, but I did not think that they were a man. And now that you say that, I can see it and they're not cute anymore. <laughs> right. It's so, but I also think I was, I was like, is that bad? Because I like, regardless of gender, like I'm interested in people as people, whatever. But I think that there's something about knowing like, oh, you've had the experience of like an AFAB person. And I know that you likely think closer to how I think than a cis man mm. would. And that's really important to keep in mind because society does train us to be like so much of our identities are based in society. And a lot of that comes from how we are perceived gender wise still to this day. Mm -hmm. And so I, I mean, that gets a little bit into our topic today, a a little bit about identity. Wow. Segway. Segway. Okay, segway. (laughs) 
And Elena worked with this man at her previous job and he grew up with all women, Mm -hmm. like sisters. And I think just like a single mom Mm -hmm. and what there's like, I forget how he worded it, but there is like a passive ignorance. It's not the way he worded it that Mm -hmm. like men have Mm -hmm. that they're just like literally oblivious to stuff. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm not oblivious to it because I like grew up around all women. Yeah. But sometimes it's honestly easier and I can play that way because that's how guys are. Yeah. And I think that is like society. I think our society teaches like AFAB humans to overthink and that we have to be really conscious of the people around us and we have to be like perceiving everyone and like how they're doing Mm -hmm. and almost sacrifice ourselves often for other people. And men just aren't taught that they have to do that at all. And so they are just less aware. Right. They get that privilege. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that we have such a low bar, like, for men in general. Like, I hate seeing, oh, he's such a great father. He's helping out. And he takes the kids when you both work full-time jobs. I'm like, is he a great father or is he just doing his part? Right. No. And that's the thing, too, is, like, women will do, like, mothers will do everything that the father does, but that's just expected. And yes. the father gets praised for, like, the bare minimum and, oh, he's a great dad. Not that he's not, but he's he's just being a dad and that's what you do. Like, yeah. Yeah, the, the bar is on the fucking floor. <laughs> or even just like, so I listened to Glennon Doyle's podcast, We oh, Can Do sure. Hard Things, and she had an episode talking about the mental load, and women carry the mental load. Mm-hmm. So like if you, uh, you're like a, like a woman in a relationship with like a cis man, oftentimes he'll just like ask what you need help with. Like, oh, what do you need help with? Or like, oh, what do we need from the grocery store? Or, oh, what can I clean? But the woman has to carry the long list of all the things that need to be done. It's like, that's not helpful. I don't need you to ask me what you can help with. I need you to be thinking about what you should do. No, and that's even like if he asks what needs to get done. Yeah. More often than not, he's not. And he's just waiting around for you to tell him. And then you're nagging. Yes. Like, I, I've absolutely felt that. And, like, I don't want to be in a place where I not only have to do the work by myself, but I have to do the work to facilitate how things get done around mm-hmm. the home. Like, And I think that's taught. I th- and I, the reason that I think that's taught is because in my relationship with um, two non-men, I am worse about carrying the mental load. Mm-hmm. I got babied and taken care of, and my mom would do everything for us and still does everything for my younger siblings. And so... I just like, it's hard. You have to learn how to carry it. Like you have to learn how to be like, okay, let me think about what I want to eat this week. Elena's really good. Elena's like thinking about what we want to eat this week is like writing down all the things and then all the things we need. If it was me, I would be like, I don't know. I'll just go pick up some stuff from the store and Mm -hmm. like, then I'll just eat when I'm hungry, what I have in the house. Like I don't think about that that much. And so it, it takes time to learn. And I just don't think that a lot of people tell men they have to learn that. Yeah. Right. I don't think it's expected. Yes. And it's what's I can think of what the phrase is. Something incompetence. Where like men can just like pretend play dumb. Like, yes. oh well, like you clean the house because you're so much better at it. Or like, well, you know what we need from the grocery store. Can't you just make the list? Like Yeah. I'm like, no, I don't know what we need. And actually I'm terrible at cleaning the house. So maybe you should try. <laughs> we all experience this world differently depending, you know, a lot on our identity. Mm -hmm. Back to our segue. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so today's episode, as we're getting into a little bit, is we're going to talk a little bit about identity, how we identify, I think maybe in den- identity in general, I I think we could talk, depending how the conversation goes, we could mm-hmm. probably talk a little bit about labels mm-hmm. and what labels mean to us and the importance or lack of importance of labels. Okay, do you want to start and tell us how you identify? Sure. Like, just in life? How or, you like, identify? specifically, like... Is she, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay, with the you gotta tell the just the listeners. Yeah, like with the, the there hand. was there was a limp wrist in there. If you couldn't feel it, <laughs> they felt it with the ding. You can talk about how you identify in life, and then how you would identify your gender expression and your sexual orientation. Sure. Yeah, because as we were talking about, like when we first started talking about like oh identity, I was like oh like you know like I'm a cis queer woman, like that's just how I. But I'm also like oh how do I like identify? I was like I'm moving through the world, you know, like that's mm. that's just interesting to think about. I mean, I'm I think creative feels the most like true to me, you know, like like I am an artist, I'm also a maker, and not that those don't feel, but I feel like creative just because that's so that's I don't know that just feels like me, and sometimes it feels weird. I don't, I think that there's, this is more to unpack, but it feels weird saying I'm a woman. Like not, like I, I identify as a woman. Like I'm, you know, not that I'm questioning my gender as much as like girl, woman feels very different. Yeah. Like, cause sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm just a girl, but I'm not a girl. I'm, I'm a full grown adult. I'm pushing 30. Like I'm not, but you know what I mean? Where it feels weird to be like, I don't know. Like, like. I struggle with that. Cause I totally agree. But also I'm like this goes back to who calls you it. Like if a, when a man calls me a girl, I'm like, I'm not a girl. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm just a little girl, but like, I'm not just a little, like, it just it like here, weird. here in, um, your, your house. I'm like, I'm just the baby. I'm just a girl. Right. But like, but like, I'm not actually, like, yes, but it just feels weird being like, and I'm a woman, like, and I'm an adult mm. person. I don't know. I don't know. I wish that there was like a name for like, not like lady, but like, I'm, I'm a young woman. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that what that is. Maybe it's just me having like ageism already and feeling weird about growing up. I also think that generationally what a 30-year-old woman looks like is so different from our parents mm-hmm. than us. Yeah. Like even like and I can't imagine what Gen Zers will look like at 30. You know what I mean? Right. Like the way we participate in the world is so different. My mom had me her first kid later in life mm-hmm. at 27 oh, yeah. than anybody yeah. else. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm 27, uh, you know, yeah. I'm going to turn 28 and I'm like, I could not imagine having a child right now. Right. Like even you saying like 30 year old woman, you're not wrong. A 30 year old is a woman, like well, a woman yes. it, you, that makes a woman not, she's not a girl, but it's like, Oh, but a 30 year old woman, that's young. Yes. And not that, like, I don't know why I feel like a woman means old, but maybe, yes. maybe that's something to unpack. I don't know. And I think that it, that's the perception. Well, one, like society in general, like infantilizes women. Yeah. And so I think I'm just a baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I am just, a baby. I am just a baby. Yeah. Um, and so the idea of woman does feel older because yeah. men will call yeah, like 35 year olds girls still, you know? So right. I think that's part of society. But then, yeah, I also think that the way we are aging is so different and how we're participating in society, especially with a role as a woman, mm-hmm. which a woman typically means mother in our society. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And we're like, we're not mothers. No. And even if we would, would want to be, we're like, I'm too young for that. We're, and we're that's just babies. I think those are real feelings to have like they make sense Mm -hmm. based on how society tells women they're supposed to be yeah i don't know that's weird 
Okay, so creative, cis woman, and then I guess, like, identity as far as, like, I don't know. I'm I'm still sussing out, like, my queer identity. Mm. I don't even, I, it's not even, like, I don't know what it is. I do know what it is. I just don't know, like, what words I want to put to it. Yeah. Like, I am a queer person. I like everyone of every gender. I like people regardless of gender. Like, I could see someone and be like, oh, that person's cute and not, you know, not know and still think they're cute regardless of what, like, how they identify. But I think I struggle with, like, for before I knew what pansexual was, I was bi. And I really struggle with, I've, like, read the difference between being bi and pan so many times. And, like, I don't understand, like, what... Mm. the difference really is and maybe that's just me like not getting it but I feel like I struggle because because I every gender every gender expression trans folks cis folks whoever like I love you like I have a crush on you (laughs) but like I feel like pansexuality opened the door when I first heard pansexual it was like oh that includes trans folks yeah but the thing is is I don't think that bi excludes trans folks and so I don't want to be a part of like bi erasure and say yeah. oh I'm pansexual but I also don't want to say I'm bisexual and have people hear that and think oh she's not open to trans people which is not even kind of true yeah and so it's like I, and I think both flags are cute <laughs> I'm fine with like both like I mean you are almost wearing the bi flag right now right but I'm just like <laughs> I'm so concerned like there's um I'm a huge fan of Gabby Dunn and yeah. they call themselves a bi con a bi icon and like what I love, but they're also trans. Yeah. And so when a trans person says they're bisexual, you know that well, you can almost absolutely assume they're not excluding trans people. Yeah. And it's like, how do I let people know? Like, because I'll like see like a meme about bi people and I'm like, LOL, that's me. But also I feel the same about like pansexuality, but there aren't pan, I mean, there are probably pan memes. I just don't see them as much, but it's like, oh, you know, I'm rolling my cuffs because I'm bi. I'm doing finger guns because I'm bi. Like shit like that. But you know what I mean? Like, I wish that I was like, cause I, I like having that like team pride. Like I yeah. want to, I want like the way that you're like, I'm a lesbian. That's so cool. And you have a flag and you have all these things. Like I want that, but I'm so scared of, I don't know, people not getting it or like mm. think, people misreading me. Cause I think that people do hear by and they think something that maybe isn't what I am. Yeah. It's so weird too, that, uh, the queer community, we, equally like make so many judgments and assumptions about people and like Mm -hmm. put them in boxes based on how they like based on how they identify as well as we're like trying to break out of the boxes that people put us in every single day totally and i think there's been a lot of talk back and forth between like bi and pan and i remember in high school i was like the same kind of way Mm -hmm. when i like first came out i was like i'm pan and i don't i just like i feel like that was like trendy Right, that's, At, and like I just don't want people think I'm saying it just because it's trendy. Like, yeah, and I think I felt a little bit like that. Like, I just like pe- like people regardless of gender, and I think more often than not, I hear that as the main signifier between the two. Though I would say a lot of people probably see them as very, very similar, if not exactly right. the same. Like, because I feel like I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm misunderstanding, but it, to me, it just feels like pansexuality is what bisexuality is just with like a little bit more explanation. Yeah. And so I just hate that. Like, I don't want to be a part of bi erasure. Yeah. And it's interesting too, especially as we move, like the queer community is becoming more and more visibly open with just like the gender spectrum and people identifying all the way across it and completely outside of it Mm -hmm. that 
it, it feels like it's, it's ever evolving. So I would say what I'm hearing more often is the difference is like pansexual is you like everyone, like you're not thinking about gender regardless of gender and mm -hmm. bisexuality is like, you like, you like your gender and other genders. Right. So like that can be all genders. And I, I don't, but to your point that those feel very similar because like, I feel like you could be both. Yeah. When you like someone and you're, if you, if I don't, I guess I don't know, I don't identify as bi. So maybe bi people can, who identify as bi can tell us if there's a difference, but if you like somebody, are you like looking at that person and like, Oh, I like this person. They, you're not thinking about their gender yeah, per se. Right. And just like in the way that when you're pan, like you're not thinking about their gender as equally as you probably are thinking a little about a bit about their gender because our gender is still a big part of a lot right. of us. Cause I don't want to say like, Oh, and gender doesn't matter. Like I don't see like, gender. Yeah, ex exactly. It's like not like, cause it is, that's such an important part of your identity. I'm not going to just take that away and be like, I don't care what gender you like. I yes. do, but I don't, you know, it's like, yeah. I'm open to all genders and your gender expression matters to me. But also but that not, has no deciding factor in if I like you or not. Exactly. It's not like, oh, you're really hot. And then I find out that you're trans and I'm like, oop, not here. For, like, I've never, I'm never going to be that girl. Like, though you did just say that you'd be like, I thought you were really hot. And then I found out you were a cis man. And I'm like, mm, less hot. That's, that's different. Okay. They're a, they're a 10, but, but they're, they're a, a man. cis man. <laughs> <laughs> they're a seven. But I think that that's like, again, it's not like that person was less attractive. It's like. Oh, their life experiences, your life experience. And like, there's something about like, it means something different when someone who identifies as a woman is when a woman's wearing man, men's clothes, quote unquote, yep. men's clothes versus a man wearing man, men's clothes. Like, yep. do you like, those are different people. Like, yes, you know, it's, it, it's not like, Oh God, he's a man. Never mind. But a little bit, <laughs> but it's also like, like a man, like more often than not, a man has to work his way up to convince me that he gets it, that he's, yep. you know. So how important do you think it finding a label or identifying with a label is to you? I know that in our pre-session, in our first recording, you talked a little bit about manifesting, like maybe getting some clarity in your yeah, like identity. It'd, it'd be really nice. Like I, I think it's more important to me than like I would like for it to be. Like I wish I was just like, not that like I like I do I do like queer queer feels comfortable to me but it's just like I so badly like I want to be like oh yeah like I'm buying I'm comfortable saying that I'm just so hyper aware of like I think I I think I do probably lean towards like bi but I think that like I lean towards bi in the way that I think it means what pansexuality does yeah you know what I mean like I just don't want people to like misread me and that's really tough and that's why it's nice with queer it's such an umbrella term that people are gonna be like, oh, no, you're not. Or like, yeah. oh, so this means this about you. If I just say I'm queer, like, yeah, it's my little secret. You yeah. know, I'm just some, you know, just a little bit, you know, who knows? But I don't know. I love like the idea of like having like a flag and having the colors and having a thing. Mm. Like I, as a Leo, I'm very loyal. Like I love having a team that I'm rooting for that I'm a part of. And, but maybe I also just need to be like, I'm, I can just be queer and that's okay. I don't know. It's difficult when you're also looking at yourself. Yeah. But let's say like one of one of our listeners is like, I think that I'm bi, 
but I'm scared of what people will think if I say that because I don't want them to think that means I'm excluding people or that I don't like everybody. Like, what would your advice be to to someone else experiencing that? I mean, I guess, like, don't worry what other people are going to think about you, which is, like, easy to say when it's not Not, me. Exactly. (laughs) Like, don't worry what people think about you, but I am, like, terrified about what other people think about. Like, all I can think about is how I'm being perceived constantly. Is that a Leo trait? Maybe, like... I'm I'm hyper aware of like how I'm coming off to people. Uh, yeah, me too. To the point that I'm well, like I also romant. I told I've said I romanticize myself all the right. time to the point where I'm like, oh, if I do this and look like this, and somebody and like my partner like walks in the room like that, they're gonna like see me in this like really good way. Like I am very like conscious of that. Yeah. Like I'm like I want this to feel like a movie where they walk in and I'm like laying on the bed reading and they like wow my partner's so cute but I'm thinking that about that. Right. Like I I, I manufactured that. this situation right. so you do feel that way. Like I'm like <laughs> is that bad? No. Because I, I do that. I think often. it's like good to be aware. Like you're just like hyper. Aware, you're self-aware. Yes. And that's that's a good thing. Maybe a little you can romanticize much. yourself too. I think that's beautiful. I just I love that you do that because I feel like you'll like we're we're the similar, but we're different. We're like you'll go out and you're gonna be like, everyone here is gonna fall in love with me. Yeah. And I leave the house like I can meet the love of my life today. Like cute. I know, but also like then it's just I, I told one of my friends yesterday, I was like, every day I leave the house like I'm gonna fall in love today. But then that just like leads to like disappointment <laughs> often than not. Like if I go out with, mm. if I go out and I'm like, nothing good's going to happen, then I'll be stoked when something does. <laughs> but my stupid brain's like, you're going to fall in love today. Well, and it's so different because you're in a place where you're like actively looking for a human and I'm in a place right. who has a human. So like, I don't actually yeah. need the attention. So I'm just assuming everybody is in love with me mm-hmm. because I don't, I'm not going to love, I like, I'm not going to fall in love with you. Like I'm already, right, no, I'm I'm already in love. love. Yeah. So. Like, you're going to be like, oh, my God, this unrequited love. Yeah. Be like, oh, bummer. They have yeah. a really hot partner, too. I know. Oh, man. <laughs> but going back to back to your identity, maybe just need to, like, try on a label for a while and be like, if it's bi and be like, I feel identified I, as this. Mm-hmm. And then if people think some sort of way, that's as much as it's hard not to think that that's not your responsibility to Mm-hmm. care for that and carry that perception right that's because no matter like what it's you're, not about like i don't care what they think but it's like it's not your responsibility they can think what do oh. people think about me is not my business yeah like okay because also no matter what like when, when you say that you're a lesbian or when you know trans folks come out as trans like whatever people have like preconceived notions about them yeah. and that's just a part of the gig like there's like less negative connotations within the own community if I say I'm a lesbian. People are totally. like, oh, cool, oh, get, get it. it. Oh, no, you're allowed. You you're, in, yeah. you're in, yeah. But and it's also like why I like queer is because queer feels like the level yes. of, that I am. I don't know how to, you know what I mean? Like, I think even I have my own like preconceived connotations when I say bi, yeah. you know, and queer feels more like authentic to me. But I think that bi, bi is also authentic. It just has so much, ugh. It's like it. s- stigma around stigma. It. That's yeah. the word. Yeah, it's like, but it's also like I don't want to just not use it because the stigma's also gotten. Like, is it is it my duty to take on the bi label and to prove something to people who do feel like or we're to not? be the one to explain it, right? Because it's not by people's responsibility to explain themselves mm-hmm. and be, prove that they're part of the community. Yeah, and of course, like in any like group, there's, there's no one's responsibility to explain that to other people. Like you're like, do I have to take that on to be the one to explain mm-hmm. it, to help out? Is it my duty? <laughs> like- yeah. 
Or you could also just identify in it, but also not take responsibility to do that because mm-hmm. it's all of our own responsibilities to like learn. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Just like it's so weird when we talk about identity and being part of the LGBTQ community, it's so weird how much we hate on each other within our own community mm-hmm. for like not meeting some sort of standard. And it's like, dude, we're already facing that in the greater society that we're not mm-hmm. like meeting some sort of expected standard. Like, why can't we just be a little bit more nuanced and chiller? And I think I understand where a lot of things come from. Like I understand the intention but when we make blanket statements or blanket ideas about mm-hmm. certain people, it's like, ugh, why? Yeah. No. When has that ever been good? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think a lot about, too, this This is going to be a hot take. Okay. But I, I don't think it's a hot take. I think it's a nuanced take. Sure. And so I think it's really important when we're looking at situations to look at the nuance. And I'm not... When you were talking about it, it's more about understanding where people are coming from, Mm -hmm. but not making a judgment about whether it's right or wrong. So I'm talking about Mm -hmm. this and being like, I can understand where somebody's coming from. I'm not saying it's right. Mm -hmm. I think a small, hopefully a smaller segment than we like to think it is of the lesbian community who would be like, I don't want to date bi girls. Oh, sure. And people are like, you know, that's super biphobic that like that invalidates their like queerness. And that's like shitty totally agree with all those things i can understand a lesbian's hesitation with not wanting to date a bi girl Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying it's right but i can understand the hesitation because i think when we just talk about their identity we're like yes you can like uh non-men the same amount that you like men whatever or maybe you like a varying maybe you even like women more than you like men Mm -hmm. as a bi person But it's also important to understand that in our society, there is still an opportunity for them to be in a, like, cis-straight passing relationship. Like, Mm -hmm. if all of the shit on being queer is too difficult, they could decide. And it would be a a valid reason to break up with you because Mm -hmm. they rather have an easier life. Mm -hmm. And it would be easier to date a man. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where, like, I think a lot of lesbians have been burned by, like, by women who, like, have made that choice. Or, like, it feels like they're making that choice. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they just didn't like you anymore. And the next person they liked happened to be a man. But then you struggle with that internal fear as, like, is it because I literally can't provide them with safety and Mm -hmm. security and, And like, normativity. Yeah, and normativity that they can get with dating a man. yeah. And so I'm I'm not saying it's right. I think it's something that we have to overcome. But like having those conversations, I think, are important because then you can better understand where people are coming from. Because mm-hmm. fucking life is hard. <laughs> life is hard. Yesterday, one of my friends, we were out and I, I think I was like, oh, life is hard. And she was like, life is hard and full of snakes. And I'm like, I love that. And she says that she says it to her cats every day. Oh my god, and I'm that's so cute. So yeah, when I hear life is hard, now I'm like, and full of snakes. It is really it's true, like yeah. figuratively and literally, yeah. literally. <laughs> wow. So, so I think that all we can do is try not to be a snake of our of our own. Right, like life is already full of snakes. Don't be a snake to yourself. Yeah, I, I think, think identity. identity is is difficult and i think identity is difficult when there's so much expectation Mm -hmm. 
but you just got to find something that feels comfy. And sometimes you get, mm-hmm. I think there's no expectation too. If you are like, I want to try out calling myself bi. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I actually don't like it. Mm-hmm. I'm just another flighty bi girl. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Can't even make up her mind about her label. You know, like, but it, it isn't so like, cause if I say queer, that's such an umbrella term that can mean so many things. I also like it for that reason, because I think identity, not that my sexuality is, my sexuality really hasn't changed much at all like yeah. i haven't gone through phases with it but like it, identity just feels like ever changing yes you know like the person i was the person i am today is gonna be different than who i was tomorrow whether i like it or not things mm. happen life is changing i'm changing and so making a hard stance like i am x y and z like i can't promise that whereas like queer just feels like queer is also a really great umbrella term because it is more well received and so every person you tell that you're queer to are gonna probably take it in a way that assumes that you could be into them, which is good for your dating. You know what I mean? That's true. Like, yeah. like a, if you told a man you're queer, mm-hmm. but like didn't say lesbian, a man is gonna assume like, oh, she's probably bi, but she could be into me. Yeah. And then like all the non-men will be like, oh, okay. Yeah. She's into me. <laughs> like she could be into me. Like hearing queer and saying queer within the queer community hits like it just like hits a different way whereas like if i tell like a cis straight white man that i'm gay or that i'm queer like i don't think he's gonna hear that the way that i mean it do you know what i like yeah like if i say queer like that sounds really gay do you know what i mean but like i like it i like i think that it sounds really gay and i like that part i think though that is like kind of um a test yeah you know what I mean? Depending oh, yeah. how they react. So either they're going to assume that you're still really into them because they're homophobic or they're going to be like, oh, OK. I think she could still be into me, but like right. not in a homophobic way. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, totally. Like, not, not, not in a bad like way, a, but actually like queer is a very queer word. Yeah, like there's just there's certain words that you use that I think like. If especially like you know cis men don't hear those words, it kind of like it perks up their ear. Like, oh, You're like what? 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 Yeah, yeah. Like you were talking about like tests. One of not that it's like a test, but like one of my go tos. I don't have to do this with non men. Not that I have to do this with men either. But I like when I'm first talking to a new guy is I like start talking about astrology. Yeah. Not so much because I'm actually gonna be like, oh, you're a Gemini. I'm not talking to you, but because I need to see if they're gonna be a piece of shit when I tell them something that I'm interested in that I'm pretty confident they have no interest or knowledge in. Yeah. Like, and it's also nice because it's one of the only things that a man is never going to mansplain to me. Yes. But it's, it's a good test to see how they're doing. Um, if they're like, oh, I'm not into that at all. Right. And you're like, okay, I'm telling you about something I like. Yeah. I didn't ask you if you were into it. Yeah. And I was talking to this guy who it didn't work out with. Like, I just like wasn't feeling it, but he's such a sweetheart. And we were talking about astrology stuff still. And I was like, you should ask women that you're talking to. Like, you should ask them their birth time. Like, do it to them before they can do it to you to, like, be like, I'm a real one. Like, because if a man asks me my birth time. That's so funny because one of my favorite um, TikTokers said that if they talk to me about their zodiac, that's a red flag. She's like, she's like, who taught you that? Oh, no. Well, that's the thing, too, is what, what, when a lot of times like, like, But it's like, I think she meant it in a joking way, but, like, who taught you that? But, yeah. And when I when I ask a guy, or you know, if I ask a guy, like, his, you know, birth time, or if, if he can tell me his sun, moon, and rising already, I'm like, I tell him, I'm like, oh, so I'm not the first woo-woo girl that you've been talking to. Like, and I love that. Like, I'm like, oh, so you have a type, you yeah. know? I, ooh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now, my question about identity and, like, responsibility. Have you seen the JoJo Siwa recent drama i don't think so okay so since this will be coming out 
in like two weeks from when we're recording. It's going to feel a little bit old, especially how quick drama happens on TikTok. But Jojo Siwa is facing a little bit of backlash because in an interview, she says something about she doesn't like the word lesbian. And she's like, I don't know. It just I guess that's what I am. But it just feels like, ugh. And people are like, Jojo, that is so fucked up. That's like so like you have a bunch of young people that follow you. And I'm like, Jojo is 19 years old. Yeah. There's so many, there's so much connotation with the word lesbian, especially if we like look at her background and like being in literally um like the limelight for since no, she was like totally. six years old. Yeah. How she wasn't even saying like the word lesbian is gross. Nobody should use it. She was like, I don't like that word. Right. And you're allowed to have like negative connotations. Like you're allowed to have, like feel stigma. Like that's a normal feeling to have. Yes. Like we've all heard terrible things about gay folks and queer folks. Like whatever. Especially the word like lesbian. Right. Like, it kind of reminds me of like people who are like, oh, like, yeah, I'm a feminist, but I just don't like that word mm-hmm. because of the stigma. And like, that is what I am. And, and also like, I mean, Jojo's young and like sometimes it's, like, not that I'm, like, I don't want to say this, I don't know anything about Jojo like that, but it's, like, I could also see someone who's maybe struggling with their identity, like, maybe lesbian feels wrong, because, like, what if, like, Jojo doesn't identify as, like, a woman? Yeah. You know, and that's not her case, but it could be. Like, I don't know. Yeah. She's allowed to be, like, oh, that word doesn't, like, when I'm saying, like, yes, I'm a cis woman, but sometimes, like, being a woman, like, that feels like a weird word for me, like. Yeah. You know, like, I think we're allowed to have feelings about words, and she wasn't saying, like, you lesbians, like, and obviously. I and I don't think that it's her responsibility to, even though, like, she's a public figure, I don't think that was, like, her saying anything bad. I think I don't think it's her responsibility to have yeah. everything figured out and not be able to express the things that she is struggling with coming out. It doesn't that there are a lot of people who actually identify with that, too, where they're like, oh, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, I am a lesbian, but, like, that word doesn't feel authentic mm. to me yet. And, yeah. like, and I've heard about, like, queer folks who... They have a label, like maybe they identified as bi, but they're actually kind of finding that they are a lesbian. Yeah. And having to practice, like just saying it to yourself in the mirror, like I am a lesbian, like until that feels authentic or until, you know. And I think that there's been like a whole bunch of people, like some of my favorite OG lesbian YouTubers have been like, I don't, like it's been really hard to like reclaim the word lesbian because of the connotations of it. And even I think for Elena, like has struggled with using that word. And I was like, I don't think that that's bad. Like we're all trying to find our place and find our own identity. And also when we talk about like linguistically, it's a lot, it's weird for a lot of people because why do we say like, I'm gay, I'm queer, I'm a queer person, but then I have to say I'm a lesbian. Mm. Like Mm. lesbians, like a noun, but like queer and gay are like, adjectives like it like how we say them mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's interesting like i do, i would never say i'm a lesbian person but you say i'm a queer person um you wouldn't say i'm a gay well maybe you'd say i'm gay but you'd say i'm gay yeah i'll gay. right you're not saying i'm lesbian yeah i'm in lesbians with you i'm i'm in lesbians with you <laughs> so it's just like weird and i just i don't know why we put so much pressure on everybody especially public fi- figures to like understand their identity and, and to have it all figured out 100%. and to say the right thing every time like that's the thing too is like she's a kid like what i was saying yes. when i was 19 was fucking dumb but nobody was listening to me like yes, thank god exactly <laughs> thank god i didn't start a podcast until i was 28 and i got everything figured out <laughs> that's a joke i don't <laughs> we, we do though right do we have more to talk I about mean, about identity i feel like you haven't talked about your identity you should tell oh. you tell your story 
Um, yeah. So for a while, actually, if we're talking about basic identity, I would identify on my all like my profiles as a creative being. So like mm-hmm. I like creative too. Like I don't like call myself an artist. I just like I'm a creative being, an internet creature. I've always been somebody who's like really loved the internet. And like as a Leo, I've always wanted to be internet famous. Oh, yeah. Like I was trying to be MySpace famous. I was like trying to be Tumblr famous. And then a modern Renaissance woman. But I've changed that recently to human. Yeah. And I think that pairs with the creative being. But I just love doing all the things. Mm -hmm. Like you tell me an idea and I'm like, how can I help you 75 different ways? Mm -hmm. I want to learn every single skill. I see anything done on TikTok and I'm like, oh, I could do that. Like Mm -hmm. I could tough the rugs. Like that'd be so fun. fun. I should do that. I could roller skate. Like Mm -hmm. I could all of it. And then for like sexual orientation, I identify as a lesbian. My journey is like the first person I've ever dated was a woman. And so I did not think of myself as anything i was probably was just like i'm just straight in high school i just like didn't think about that yeah then in early high school like i started i always joke i was like really i was straight but i was really into lgbtq media you were just a really good ally yeah i was a really good ally that i was like my favorite youtuber was lesbian answers and i watched like the l word and stuff and then as an ally yeah as an ally (laughs) of course and then i like i had a really close intimate friendship with a girl who then kissed me and I was like, oh, okay, like I'm bi, right. <laughs> obviously. And then- It would have been great if you were like, and then we, we kept kissing you know, because I was an ally. As an That's ally? That's what you do as an ally. I just if a like woman kisses kissed you, her, you keep kissing her often. Because that would be homophobic if I didn't kiss her back. Right, it would just be rude and I would yeah. hate to come off homophobic. Yes, exactly. So I did that for like a year and then we broke up and then I started dating a guy and I was like, and I had like a crush on the, this guy like my freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, this makes sense. I'm like, bye. Mm -hmm. And then we dated for like five years. In high school, I think I identified as pan. And then it was definitely hard to embrace my queer identity in a cis hat passing relationship. So like just like being with a man, I was like, oh, I'm queer. But I don't even think we were using that word. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm like, bye. But I'm interested in women. I I don't think I really talked about that. And then... The further, the older I got, further into our relationship, which this was might have been a sign, I started realizing that I was like, oh, I love like my boyfriend, but if we weren't together, I'd probably pursue women. And I said that often. (laughs) I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm like in this relationship, but if we broke up, I would probably like be more interested in, in women. And then we did break up. And I realized I'm definitely more interested in women. And so like, if we want to like really break down identity, sometimes I think it's interesting to talk about our like sexual orientation and how that differs from our romantic orientation. Mm. So I like would identify as like bi or pan romantic. I Mm. fell in love with a man, like romantically I can be interested in men, Mm -hmm. but sexually like I'm only interested in women. Mm interesting yeah and like that changes for me and so that's interesting and so yeah i'm comfortable with the term lesbian i think it's also helpful being on tiktok because there it's like lesbian tiktok it's like really embraced there in a way that it hasn't Mm -hmm. been outside and then really finding and honing in on that um during the pandemic so it was just it was like a bubble it it became to the point that when i would go out in public i literally literally would forget straight people exist Oh, I would be, be like, nice. yeah, I'd be like, oh my God, like, look at, the, we're, we're all gay. Like everyone's gay, right? 
That's why, like, I like to live my life just as a whole. Is like everyone's a little bit gay. I assume that you're gay until you tell me you're not. Right. Like, I have to believe that. Yes. Like, um. So that is kind of like my identity journey, like with my sexual orientation, like gender expression. I, I'm using she they pronouns, though. I don't know if I would be like. I'm non-binary. Like, I don't know. That that one feels weirder. Yeah. And I think it's it's changed back and forth. Have you ever seen that, like, TikTok meme that is, like, if a, a woman sees me as a woman, yes. Yeah. If a non-binary person sees me as a woman, yes. If a man sees, sees me, me as a woman, woman no. no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I feel kind of like that. During the pandemic, I cut my hair really short. And there was parts that, of myself that I really enjoyed like dressing like more masculine and and then now I've like grown my hair out a little bit and I really really do enjoy presenting feminine but I don't like being perceived by men like I'm at the point especially with the pandemic where I go out in public and I'm I get uncomfortable because like I just like don't want a man to talk to me or like look at me or you know and so I think that my gender like identity feels like I want to be a woman, but not in the way that men in our society think of a woman. And so that's mm-hmm. why I, I like the she, they pronouns. I don't mind like being a girlfriend and a sister and even like a woman with my friends who are women, but mm-hmm. I don't want men to perceive me. My relationship too, like with gender and like, like cis men during the pandemic is like, I, even in the beginning of my relationship with Elena, it was difficult to break myself out of the male gaze. Sure. And so like all all of, all like AFAB human are literally like taught that everything you do should be for the male gaze. Yeah. And so it's like, once you break yourself out of that and you like can just see what the male gaze actually is all the time and how so many people are constantly performing for it. It's mm-hmm. just like, oh, I just don't want you to look at me. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. Like, I totally hear what you're saying. And I think that like to some extent, like I'm sure a lot of people identify with that where it's like cause mm. right now. I don't mind being perceived by men because I am in this place where it's like, maybe I'll find the love of my life everywhere I go, yep. you know, this like whimsical moment. But when I do have a partner, I don't want to be perceived by men or there are times where it's like, I'm just going on a walk. I don't want someone driving by to perceive me. Like, I don't want yes. someone to shout at me. I don't want, like, I'm not doing this for you, mm-hmm. you know? And there are moments where it's like, and yeah, when you have a partner, like, like I've had the I've had moments where I'm dating a woman and I have to tell a man, oh, I have a girlfriend, and that doesn't matter to him. Yes. But I've also had it where like, oh, and I tell him I have a boyfriend, and that does make a difference because I'm someone else, some other man's property, you know, whatever. Yes. But it's like a very real thing that like it can just be. It's just frustrating as like an AFAB person, as a woman. Like I sometimes I just want to go out and have fun and not be perceived by men. Like, I just don't want Mm. that to be a part of the equation. I don't want to have to like, like yesterday I went to that bachelorette and like, it was like making sure that like we watch our drinks and things like that. And you know, and yeah, it's just exhausting being a woman. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And it, and it is. And I think that that's why I think so many people, I think TikTok really opened people's eyes. And I think so many people came out during the pandemic because of TikTok and they were like realized Oh, I, 
even not because of TikTok. I would say, I think so many people came out during the pandemic because they got to like separate themselves from society. Like we all sat at home and had like a good hard look at ourselves. And I feel like everyone went through some kind of transformation. Yeah. Nobody is the same as they were before COVID. Exactly. And I think for so many people, they realized that when they weren't performing for societal expectations, they got to like decide who they actually were. Like, I have to, right. like, realize that. Like you said earlier, like, the thing in the book, like, who would you be? Like, yes. if you, well, I don't remember what it was, but. Um, so for the new moon, I got this really cool, like, little journal book. And it's, like, just ask some good questions because the Leo moon's supposed to be very lucky. So one of the questions is, who would you be if you let yourself? Exactly. And, like, that hits, like, yeah. Yeah, because so much of what we do is, like, for society, which in some parts is okay. And, like some, I, and some of that is, like, also for ourselves. Yes. Like, like as people who are being, like, aware of, like, oh, how am I being perceived right now? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it is fun to be a little performative and be, like, I'm a kooky girl with big sunglasses. Like, yes. I like, I do, I am that girl. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I think that it's, yeah, okay to perform if you are making the choice to do it. Right. That's something as a Leo, it's okay to perform. <laughs> as a Leo, we should all be performing more. Well, I said that um authentically my, performing. Yes. <laughs> Always. Like that is who we are. Performers. I know. Yeah. We are performers. Life is our stage and you are the audience. <laughs> I love that for us. If you want to keep, uh, make sure you uh, subscribe if you want to yeah. keep watching this performance. And like follow us on all the things. Oh, yeah. Um, this is a great time to plug. We have an Instagram. Two Gay Leos. Two Gay Leos. I added it to my bio. <gasps> Cute. Yeah, because I have like my like, oh, I'm a Dusty Pete's in the night. Like, I, I think I said like one half of Dusty Pete's and then one Gay Leo at Two Gay Leos. <laughs> I love that. One. I like, I'm yeah, I'm going to do one of two at Two Gay Leos. Cute. I, um, yeah, I think we're two gay Leos on I know all major platforms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And they know we are, yeah, obviously. We, so absolutely. You, you know where to find us. So just do. Mm-hmm. Please do. I, in terms of like performing too, like when it comes to identity and society, I, I said that a lot to my younger sibling and I think my mom got a little bit mad at me. Um, so like when they were at the age that they were like, shaving because it's like mm-hmm. a societal expectation for like girls and women to shave yeah and i was like i think that you you need to teach them that it is a societal expectation and you might be perceived in these ways if you don't and it's okay if you want to but it's your choice which is different than just teaching them to do it yeah like you're because then you're teaching them that they're supposed to or that they have to yeah. and i'm like it's okay if you want to if you do not want to be made fun of it in school or you don't want to like be looked at weird mm-hmm. because you have leg hair, mm-hmm. it's okay to choose the shave. Yeah. But you're making a choice to do that. And yeah. that's the point. Yeah. Because you can choose to not to at any point. Right. Yeah. And I think that even like when we were talking about like our own identities and how you want to be, I mean, too, like if. You don't have to identify as like bi if you don't want to. Like that's that even that is a choice in itself. Like yeah, because you're thinking about those perceptions. And I also like I can identify as bi and like not have to tell people. Yes, like that can still be my identity. And like when people ask, I don't have to tell them that. Yes, you know, I'm going back in the closet, <laughs> and you can't stop me. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm actually identifying actually, as in the closet. So I am an ally. Thank you. <laughs> Good night.
Okay, so when we're speaking about identity, I have to do one more part about identity. Please. So what do you think, because I have strong opinions about it. Okay. About when straight people are like, well, why is your whole identity centered around your sexuality? Mm. Like, you know, like Mm -hmm. I make a lot of TikToks. I post all about being gay. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's times that people would be like, well, your whole like personality is just being gay. Mm Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? I think that a lot of our society's whole personality is being straight. We just don't talk about it. And I think that, like, representation from marginalized communities is important. And so whatever that is, like, sometimes people are like, oh, you're like, why are you only talking? Why are you always talking about this one thing? It's like, well, that's because people need to be talking about this thing. And like, I am this thing. And it's this is how important it is to me. You know, because I've also like been that person where like, I've like known people and I've been like, oh, my gosh, like all they talk about is that one thing. And I get that that can be like tiring. But I also think like, I think, like, I found it when I was, like, in art school, too. Like, when I was first starting, there were certain people where it was, like, their whole personality was, like, that one thing. Yeah. But it's also, like, that's the first time in their life that they're an adult and they're away from home. Mm. And they get to truly be themselves. And especially, like, if you're a queer person, you've likely been in a place where you've had to hide that for so long. Mm-hmm. That, like, one, I think talking about it relentlessly one because like you owe it to yourself to be your true authentic self but then also it's really important like to be that representation for other people totally i love that yeah i i think a very similar thing i straight people don't realize that their whole personality is being straight right and like well our whole like straight culture like our whole that's america america is straight culture like every movie every tv show every like but even like like all the things individual basis like one-on-one conversations or like interactions that you view like so much of how you are engaging with the world is is like come together with you being straight like everything you do and 90 percent of the stuff you talk about is part of straight culture yeah it's about the cis het culture right i don't think they realize that and so when we talk about like being gay or like going to like a gay bar or like going to do these like gay things that's just like that we're just talking about our life right when also like so much of that i mean like you can talk about whatever you want you yes. know, hot take, freedom of speech. But like, I, I don't feel like, like in that moment, it feels like you're just a very horny straight person. Like I yes. think so often like, or like when it's like a baby and it's like, oh, he's a little ladies man. Or just like crazy stuff about like actual babies. When I hear people talking quote unquote too much about their queer identity, it is never from a place of like, and I'm just a big old horn dog. Like, I yes. mean, like sometimes it's like kind of, but not really. Do you know what yes, I mean? Like, exactly. Well, that's just like, like there's there's like trauma within the queer community from like being queer like it's you know because of the world that we live in and I think that it's just like you're allowed to see queer joy and like if that's bothering you that's your problem like you like, maybe need to do some reflection on that yeah. internalized homophobia yeah yeah totally I think that because straight is the default identity people mm-hmm. do not realize how much of their identity is being straight because it's, right. that's just that's what everyone expectation. is. expectation. Yes. You don't come out as straight. Last thought on identity is we just, we can have time to take, to figure it out. And I think. And it's a lot may- to change. Yes. Like it doesn't like, I can identify one way today and guess what tomorrow, like between today and tomorrow, I'm going to learn new things and things are going to happen. And, I can change because that's what happens. Beautiful. I think, yeah, I think we could have many long conversations about identity. I think we will. Over and over again. (laughs) As we also, as we figure out 
our our own identities could change. It'd be super fun too to well, do like, identity ours, conversation in a year. Yeah, like ours can change, and we'll have guests on who will have identities. And <sighs> yes. like to me, like such an important part, like of why I want to do this is just like I want to connect with people. I want to connect with people, period. But then there's people who like will feel similarly, and it'll just be so nice to like have that community and be like, I want people to like feel seen by yes. the pod, you know? Yes. Um, okay, so before we before we end, mm-hmm. we're gonna do a little astrology check in. Yeah, please. And so we're gonna use this time to like set out good intentions, do manifestations, maybe do some tarot reading. And then after the segment is when we would read your five-star reviews that you're going to get. Yes, give us. please. That you will give us. We're manifesting. That. Yes. Um, so this is the luckiest new moon of the year. It just happened mm-hmm. the 28th or 29th. So a couple days ago since. Mm-hmm. Did you manifest? I did. I did too. <gasps> Cute. I manifested. I saw a TikTok about it. Well, mm-hmm. I did my book, but yeah. I saw a TikTok about it. And what they said is to write a letter. That's did you what I did that? too. <laughs> Who did you write to? Um, I actually, I wrote it, I kind of just like wrote it to myself. Like, you know, I didn't really like write it to anyone, but it was like, yeah, I was like, well, I should be the most important person in my life. That's allowed. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So the, um, the TikTok we saw suggested to write a letter to like somebody who's really important in your life and list out like how you've just accomplished a a dream. Like Mm -hmm. it could be like a really crazy big dream, whatever you want it to be. And then write about how you accomplish that and then Mm -hmm. how you got there Mm -hmm. so it's like a manifestation where you're like i have this thing and then you're also kind of giving yourself next steps to how you want to achieve that Mm -hmm. um do you want to share anything from yours you don't have to i don't want to share mine i'm being shy okay that's okay i did talk about the pot in mine so that is a part of it and mine was less like i didn't do um i didn't do all the steps and everything so maybe i didn't manifest as hard but I know. I didn't do like a bunch of steps. I did talk about the pod too. And I, um, had, I don't even know like what I, I just put a really lofty, I'm like, we just hit X amount of monthly listeners. Yeah. Um, and I have no idea what is a realistic number for that for a podcast. So Mm -hmm. mine is probably pretty lofty, but I know that, um, our little weird thoughts Mm -hmm. are going to share this with all their friends. So we're, we're going to hit that number. Yeah. And we're all going to hang out. Okay. Well, that is our talk today about identity. Thanks for hanging with us, guys. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for hanging with us. If you want to talk about your identity or have any questions or want to give us your big three, you can do that um, by leaving us a five-star review Mm -hmm. and then subscribing. Please. And then following us on our platforms. And then every time we post um, a photo telling us we're cute. Please. And thank you. That's all you have to do. Um, We don't ask for much. Yeah. (laughs) Just that. Just do all of those things. Um, If you would like a checklist, um, I'll create a checklist. And if you go to twogayleos.com, there'll be a checklist on there that you can just go through and know everything you should do. Right. And then just keep checking it off. Yes. Continuously. Never stop. Yes. Weekly. Even if we only post monthly. Right. Keep commenting. Keep reminding (laughs) us. Keep keep just like telling us how you feel if how you feel is good things yes please affirm us <laughs> give us no criticism don't even think about it yes but criticism no criticism about us personally but i also love to have like nuanced conversations about no things. yeah if if we actually if you actually are like oh hey you guys said this and that's weird or like 
Can we talk about this? Like, please actually do give us criticism. I'm just being a soft baby and court's going to have to like funnel it to me. Like I can't actually read it. I will be telling Jackie all of your nice comments. If you post anything mean, Jackie will never hear about it. So don't even try. Don't even think Um, about it. But yeah, let us know what you think or let us know what you want to talk about. Just talk to us in general. Yeah, that too. Like, I don't care. You can tell us anything. I want to be friends. Yeah. And if you are our friends listening, um, no, you're not. (laughs) Still comment. (laughs) Still comment on our posts, please. Please. Just like everybody. But like Like, not in a desperate way, like in like an unstriving way. Yeah, I'm not desperate, but I am telling you that you should. Because yeah. I'm I'm not desperate for attention, but I will die if you don't pay attention to me. Uh, we are I babies. am Tinkerbell. Like, <laughs> yeah. Literal babies, if you don't give them attention and hold them enough, they yeah. like can die from loneliness. I think we my loneliness baby. is killing me. <laughs> all right. I think that's all for this episode. Okay. Bye, friends. Bye. Love you. Mean it.